All right, what's going on, Bobby Manning? Courtside. Look at Bobby. Jimmy. And look at Jimmy. Look at Zuckerberg. Not courtside around the corner. <laughs> Check out Zuckerberg. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, Check plenty of people here. So Bobby, you got, just... you got low seats tonight, dude. Yeah, we got Sherrod by my side here. We're great. Great night here at the Garden. Is Joe Sway gonna is Joe Sway gonna post up right behind you like he did me at the finals? <laughs> well, only time will tell. Joe but Sway, I don't let think me say, no, I was gonna I wait till I was gonna wait till we get some more people in the room here. But I think there's enough. What more can you say? Phenomenal game from the Celtics. Well deserved. <laughs> there, we haven't used that word in a while, have we? Year. We haven't gotten there's to use that word in a long came, time. Uh, Less than a min. <laughs> what else can you say? That was incredible. I obviously picked Philly in this game. I thought the Celtics were up against it due to be due to a pretty talented Sixers group. And the Celtics took the punches midway through this game, built an early lead, extended a late lead. I thought scrapped together some good defense despite foul trouble from Horford. You had Noah Vonley stepping up off the bench, which was completely unexpected for me. I think a few of you guys liked him coming into this game, but uh, that was great. Tatum and Brown, I think, as good in tandem as we've ever seen them together. And this offense that we loved in the preseason just flowed right into this game. Pace, pace, pace. They ran the Sixers off the floor. It would. So that's what amazing. This is what's amazing to me uh, that pace has been preached for for the last three coaches, but nobody could execute it. Uh, no one could get them to do it. And you could see from the preseason all the way through that the second they get the ball on a miss, they're gone. Even when they get it on makes, they're trying to get up the court every single time. The ball is not sticking on in anyone's hand at any point. It's like exactly what Every coach has been trying to get them doing. We've been clamoring for them to do this entire time. And they're just doing it, you know? And again, it was just preseason early. They did it all night tonight. How many times did you see the ball sticking somewhere or them walking it up the court all night long? I, I, I can't, I can't recall a single instance. They're, they were out in transition quickly. Uh, fast break point 24 to two to the Celtics. I mean, that is unbelievable to have a discrepancy that, that wide. They I ran Philly that, into that, the that, ground. They, they, they did. Philly was huffing and puffing. And you know what? I, I, <laughs> and they couldn't I, keep I, up. I tweeted it. I think it was my only tweet of the game. That new rule. That new rule. Oh, great. No take fouls. Gonna be a, that's going to be a game changer for a team like the Celtics that, that want to run, that have young guys who can get up and down the court. And it's going to hurt other teams that have Guys like James Harden, who are susceptible to turning the ball over. And I mean, that's that's something that I don't think many people change. But we saw it on a number of occasions tonight. You know, a turnover, so let's get out in transition. I mean, Jalen Brown in transition tonight was unbelievable. I mean, that's not a surprise. We've, we've seen him. He started you know, use, slow, use too. his athleticism. Yeah, we, we've seen yeah. him use his athleticism for years now. But like you said, Bobby, the way these two guys, Tatum and Brown, came out tonight, they both finished with. 35, another, um, either way, they both had unbelievable performances. And I thought Brogdon was awesome coming off the bench um, for them tonight, just really kind of setting that second unit. I mean, everyone, everybody contributed in a, in a you know. They win the rebounding battle on this one too. 
Yeah. Am I, all the concerns Did I get cut off? Yeah. No, Did you're I, good. I freeze or was I oh, he's lying then? But anyways. No, no, no. What, what, and 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 I mean, what's funny is you're right. It was Tatum. Tatum got off to the quick start. He hit that three early. To, usually, totally the opposite. Brown's a little cold early, and Brown picked it up late. Um, you know, we'll talk about it. Uh, you know, talk about early it. and often. Uh, there's a bunch of different things that happen here. We're going to talk about Brogdon impact. I think it was profound. Um, I think, you know, even guys who didn't light up the box score played significant roles like Horford and smart um, mm. tonight. Um, but you start with the stars Tatum Tatum pitched a perfect game tonight. Like if yeah, you did. could, if you could bottle this reproduce it and it's not just the shooting, he was perfect. He didn't, he, he made every right read uh, in the half court. His defense was ridiculous um, all, all night long. Uh, you know, he was rebounding everything, getting the ball out of his hands quickly to get it out in transition. It was unreal. I mean, he, it was a near perfect game. And I swear I was in the middle of typing a tweet about how well behaved he'd been all night long. Cause he'd just <laughs> gone to the basket. He just got to the basket, looked like he drew some contact, didn't get a call, got called for the offensive actually. Um, and then hit the deck. And that you, that's, a, that's normally one where it's a, throw the hands up and go nothing. He just got up and then he went down. And then the poor guy friggin' complains on the Horford foul. That wasn't a foul. And what's, Funny there is Horford's reaction was three times more demonstrative. Horford's jumping up and down, screaming about it, and Tatum just threw his arms up and he got the T. I didn't think that was fair, so I'm not going to nitpick on that. It's not he fair, played. but John, it was your concern. It was your concern about Tatum is that, that they're going to flag him. Yeah, <laughs> but how about they're Joe? Looking, comes they're right looking out for it. It's part. Of, it's part of their report. Yeah. Joe comes right with the right away with the challenge and up? wins it and. I thought he was yep. tremendous tonight as well. Lineups, rotating guys in and out, working through foul trouble, going small for moments, and then rotating out of it when he saw I was slipping. Like he was quick with the poles. Hauser played a minute first half, gone. Second half, they have that lineup with no ground and Tatum. They start to slip just a little bit. Boom, grounds back in and goes on that run to start the fourth. Uh, so rotation's great. The Vaughn Lake card I thought was an effective one despite a shaky first half. Uh, so. Passing marks for Joe, too. I don't think Joe did much of anything wrong in this game. And they pretty much responded to every Philly run. Uh, whether it was That Tatum was what was field, impressive. Brown yeah. with the start of the fourth. Yeah. Philly could never finish a comeback. They won non-Tatum minutes. You had that. You had a couple of moments in the game. Uh, certainly one, I think, late third into early fourth where they played a lineup without Brown or Tatum, which is it's pretty risky and a pretty ballsy thing for Missoula to do. And he did it in his first ever NBA game. That's the kind of thing that if that blows up in your face and you lose that game, people will be like, dude, what are you doing? Don't you know, you don't sit both these guys at the same time. Nobody's ever yeah. done that. It's unheard of. He did it <laughs> and they hung in there and it was fine. Um, he did everything right. Like, I mean, you know, if Missoula was a question mark coming into tonight, I mean, his stock went way up for me tonight after this game. And I know it's yeah, one game. Of course. But everything looks good when you shoot 58% from the field and you go out next game and you shoot 38%. Yes, you'll feel a little bit different. But again, all of that stuff, holding off the runs, the pace, the pace, the pace, ball never sticking in anybody's hands, just buying into whatever philosophy all night long. It was incredibly impressive. Uh, bring in Sherrod as well, who is here. What's up, my man? Don't have your audio yet, Sherrod. Let us know when you're good. Um, 
in the meantime, uh, uh, you know, Jimmy, what stood out to you outside? I know Brogdon is going to get a lot well, of run tonight for for his contributions, uh, and that's your boy. I love Sherrod Brogdon. Sherrod's good now. Oh, Sherrod's good. Yep. I love Brogdon, aka El Presidente. Uh, he's listen. In the preseason, he showed us a lot of his playmaking because it seemed like that's kind of where he was trying to get in, where he could fit in. But tonight, it was it was buckets. Uh, I think sometimes people, when they think about Malcolm Brogdon, he, I, I think he's just one of those underrated veterans who never gets his, his just due. Uh, he, again, he can score, he can defend, he can playmate. I mean, he can do so many things. And I, and I love the fact that when he's in that scoring mode and he's making plays, that allows Marcus Smart to be an absolute hellish demon defensively. Uh, Marcus looks so much... Um, and even though he's the reigning defensive player of the year, I think he's actually going to be a better defender this year than he was last year uh, because he doesn't have the weight of being a playmaker on his shoulder. I think that that's a big point, Sherrod, across the board. Oh, Everybody who's good at something, I felt like their job was a little easier tonight just because of all of the supporting cast around them. People had to do less so their talents could shine through in a way without being forced. As you said, Smart doesn't have to be the only guy flying around playing defense on the ball and being that catalyst because there's Brogdon there by his side. There's Derek White. They're all friggin' annoying. They can all harass people. They can all take their turns. They can all defend multiple positions. Grant, Tatum. Uh, Brown out there, you know, I thought they did an awesome job on Embiid all night, uh, harassing him high above the free throw line with quicker defenders, doubling him every time he kind of got anywhere near the basket, letting him take the outside stuff. He just didn't have a lot of clean opportunities to himself there, but defensively and offensively, having guys who can share the load, how nice is it when Tatum and Brown can be out there and be like, oh, I'm just going to let Malcolm Brogdon drive by guys and go to the basket and score. Like, that's an incredible luxury they didn't have last year. And again, that's what killed them last year, particularly offensively, is the burden was just too great for the for the, for the the stars. And already in night one, it just seems like that's not going to be an issue this year. Yeah, and, and if you look at you look at Phil, and I'll be real quick, Jimmy. You look at Philadelphia; it's just the opposite. They clearly are not deep enough to hang with a team like Boston or Milwaukee because the majority of their points come from like two or three guys, and the rest of the guys are just sitting around. I thought PJ Tucker was god awful tonight. Joel Embiid is getting double teamed. He's swinging the ball to PJ. PJ, the Celtics don't even react. They're just like, go ahead, shoot it. And what does PJ do? He passes the ball to a guy that allows the Celtics to rotate defensively. You can't. They, they're Philadelphia's going to have. They look worse. Maybe they'll get better as the season progresses. But I thought they looked. Their flaws really shined brightly tonight. Yeah, and Embiid wasn't great. They defended him well, but I don't think he made good decisions. I don't think he was aggressive enough. I think he got into some stuff with Smart that kind of. And he looked out of shape. Yeah, and he <laughs> and the conditioning, of course, as well. There. <laughs> to your point, John, though, that's my biggest takeaway from this game and the preseason so far. Stylistically, the way they played is. They don't have the ball in Brown and Tatum's hands all the time. You even saw that back cut that essentially sealed the game from Smart to Tatum. Uh, you have them moving off ball. You have them beating guys up the floor with guards taking the ball up. And that has been a huge change as well. I think Smart sets a good tone taking the ball up to Sherrard's point. And you also have Brogdon on the floor quite a bit. You have White, who I thought, despite the stats not looking good, had a tremendous game in terms of setting the table on a lot of different plays or doing some stuff off ball to free guys. This was just so easy for Tatum and Brown. And back to our original point to open the show that we were talking about, Sherrod, we haven't seen the game come to Brown and Tatum this easily. These wide open of looks, uh, these 
shots close to the basket or ahead of the defense in transition. And that's what allows you to go 14 to 24 in Brown's case, 13 to 20 in Tatum's case. We're used to Tatum shooting like 45%. He was above 50% the whole night. Um, I want to say a couple of things. One, I agree with you guys. Anyone who watched the game would agree that on point tonight. And that was the, the biggest flaw with this Celtics team prior to the second half of last year was that they all just looked like a bunch of individuals that weren't playing as a group, right? They weren't, they weren't swinging the ball around. Everything was stagnant. Me and John were going on saying this might be the worst offense ever assembled as well ever assembled tonight was completely different. And the other thing everyone was clamoring about last year's point Tatum, point Tatum. Oh yeah. Let him handle the ball. He's a, he, he should be running the offense. No, no, he shouldn't be. What do we say? Don't take a player who's really good at something and try to make him good at something else. Play to his strength with a guy like Brogdon out there and Marcus Smart at the same time. Those players can play to their strengths, which is just being killers, which is being shooters, focusing on getting the ball, not focusing on running the offense and then, yeah. you know, getting everybody into position and then forcing shots up. I mean, regardless of whether it was in transition transition or not, those guys were a lot more comfortable out there in the spots that they got their shots yeah. up in. And a lot of that has to do with just, you know, the style of play tonight, having Brogdon out there, Marcus Smart doing his thing. I also got to say, I haven't said, I haven't been able to say anything about Marcus Smart. I love, I just love the energy that he brought tonight. Him and Embiid going back and forth. I mean, that's a classic that was a great Marcus moment. Smart game. Get him, getting Embiid, getting Embiid just fired up. Embiid's the type of guy, I'm sure, before the game, very easy to get Embiid fired up. And if you get him fired up, sometimes he gets a little reckless and he gets, Gets a little hectic out there, and he goes and he gets off a little bit. So uh, I thought Marcus Smart did a great job of that, and you know was even though he was a five point scorer, he still got his. He got to the line eight times. Um, so I I I love that what he was able to give them tonight. And I agree with you guys. I think having Brogdon out there is going to allow Marcus Smart to be that much more active on the defensive end and just kind of again play to his strengths a little bit more. Very quickly, before we transition into other topics, because there is a ton to talk about, uh, I do have to give a quick shout out to our couple of sponsors, and we'll tell you more about these guys uh, as the day goes on, as the show goes on. But uh, Garden Report is brought to you, as always, by Athletic Greens, your one-stop shopping for 75 high-quality vitamins to help start your day right. Check out that promo code on the screen. You get some really good stuff if you purchase it using that code right there, athleticgreens.com slash garden. Again, we'll tell you more about AG one uh, a little later in the show and of course how could we forget about calm we don't forget about calm uh, we promote calm we talk about calm we stay calm and there's every reason to be calm uh, after tonight's game it's the number one mental wellness app give you the tools to improve the way you feel again massive discount if you use that promo code calm.com slash garden receive 40 percent off the calm premium subscription and a new designed phenomenal t-shirt. The orders are rolling in. We are printing these things up. It looks slightly different than this one. It's a new design. We will be getting that out shortly. But again, we'll tell you more about uh, these products a little bit later. We're going to continue on with the uh, post-game show. And uh, guys, I'm trying to find something to say that like, well, this wasn't great. But I mean, I don't know what you would even <laughs> point out are. here. <laughs> no, I'm saying like you look at it and like, I mean... What could you have possibly hoped for in a game where <laughs> Al Horford draw? First of all, Al Horford committed one actual foul tonight. First of all, I'm not going to get into bashing the refs, but that's those two 
fouls they gave on him to start. I know the landing zone thing on Harden. I still think it's bullshit, even if the TNT refs agreed with it. Hard, that's a, not a natural motion for Harden to jab his foot that far across the three-point line on that Man. shot attempt. He's almost falling away there. A lot of flopping around from him tonight. A lot of flopping, but that's the game. Fine, he gets those calls. But you, you whistle two quick ones on Horford against this team, against Embiid, when you don't have uh, Rob Williams at your disposal and you have to break glass and go to Noah Vonley, who did a really Easy. good job in his 20 minutes tonight. I know Noah's arc, the arc of his story. That's about- Jimmy's bold prediction. for. But that's the type Noah's of game arc. where you're like, you you go in a game like this against a team with a dominant big and you lose Horford. This is where I thought they'd get they'd have some problems. Either Horford in foul trouble, Horford fatigued, Horford on back to backs, Horford having to get natural rest. How do you play that game against teams that have uh you know uh, I mean again there's not a lot of MBs in the league, but people you have to contend with in the middle. And they they did fine uh, with what they did. Uh, and, and that's remarkable to me that they were able to kind of keep it together. And they had to sit Horford from the two-minute mark of the first quarter all the way into the second. Taking a quick break to tell you about our awesome sponsor, betonline.ag, our sponsors here. And they want to remind you that football is back. How could we forget? A couple weeks into the NFL season now, BetOnline remains the number one source for all your football betting needs this season. That's, of course, college as well. You always find all the latest football odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. Awesome website, easy to toggle through the different settings, and no one has more. Uh, your continued source for sports wagering information is Bet Online with live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. I know I'm excited about Syracuse right now. Might lay a bet on them at some point. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. That's MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf all year long. Go to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus. You know the code by now, CLNS50. That's CLNS50 when you sign up for 50% back on your first deposit. Put 100 in there, get 50 back. That's how that works. That's CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline. Where the game starts. Oh, Sherrod, you're muted. Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, no, the, the big thing about what Noah was able to do, and, and, and he just made the most of his opportunity. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, and that's unfortunately what he hasn't done elsewhere. He hasn't maximized his opportunities to get on the floor. Uh, we, I, we haven't really talked much about Grant. Who I, I think Grant, listen, I mean, you talk yeah, about – I'm glad you brought Grant up. My goodness. I mean, remember, you know, in the fourth quarter where, where, where Tyrese Maxey was just going – crazy you know getting any and every bucket he wanted to and then they get in the jam and and grant williams bails him out with with that big shot and and that was huge huge i couldn't believe that shot (laughs) dribbling around on the right wing sets himself pose up and nails it they found him well too that's where i thought brogdon was great cutting and then passing out of those cuts to grant Tatum found him too. And all this different stuff, the experimenting we saw from Grant playing off the dribble, attacking closeouts. Wasn't sure if it was going to continue into the regular season, but he flashed it, sprinkled it across the game tonight, I'd say, and then has a, you know, his his usual effective three-point shooting night. Uh, stays on the perimeter, I think, where he's effective. Everybody kind of defended their spots well tonight, and, you know, he didn't have the toughest assignment at all times, but they switched a little bit too. So he ended up on the perimeter at times. A great showing from Grant. Looks like a guy who's saying, all right, no contract. Look at me, do me. 
And it's there, interesting. I mean, so, yeah, go ahead, Sharad. Yeah, no, I'm just going to jump in real quick. I mean, we're looking for something just kind of, man, we I hope that they get better at that area. Blake Griffin has got to figure out where the hell he's got to be on the floor. I mean, there was that one. There was that one possession where Marcus is like saying, "Go over there," and Blake's like, "Uh, uh, uh." And next thing Blake's you know, like, "Yo, I didn't know you were gonna play me." Right. It was. I mean, it was like Blake in Brooklyn all over again when I saw that play. Yeah, watching Blake, and again watching the rotation that they chose on their big man again. You know a piece of Bobby Manning died tonight that Luke Cornett was a DNPCD, right? Because you had Horford go out with two fouls and desperate need for tall people out there. And they're like, nah, we're riding with Noah and Blake. And that's what they did. And that was yeah. it. And also the 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 the, the Sam the Sam Hauser era might have been slightly exaggerated. The uh the sharpshooting the sharpshooting wing that was gonna well, they uh need him. They didn't give him the ball. They didn't throw him the ball. Sharpshooters out there. They throw the ball. I think I, I think Blake Blake needs a, a few games to get to get active. We'll just leave it at that. I think you uh, think so. You're gonna th- to. You, you think a few games will do it, Jimmy? A few games. Tell the truth, we'll be Jimmy. <laughs> no. A few games off the no. bench. Serviceable off the bench. <laughs> I don't think That's so. What, I don't think so either, John. <laughs> I don't think so. I no. I think I think you know. It gave at, him a few I, moments in the first half, room, but not he's much. A great at best, at best he plays smart basketball. He didn't really tonight. I mean, right right now is the worst of every Blake world. You know, it was it was uh you know not in not in game shape, not really able to contribute too much because he's physically limited uh, and uh, really not even knowing what the hell he was doing out there. But again, that goes to show you how far down on the depth chart some other people are. And again, maybe Cornette's still working back on that ankle. I'm not just trying to beat on him and Bobby right now. But, um, you know, I just don't think that that's a direction that they want to go. They want to stay. Look, Griffin can't jump anymore, but they want to stay a little bit more versatile, a little bit more athletic. Um you know, uh, and I don't think Cornette really fits that bill. Doesn't mean he's not going to find some games where he can play, but that's what you got for your depth right now. And you're going to have to live with those guys. Uh, so Blake probably has to play his way into shape a little bit. Cause I think that's probably a sweet spot there. Eight, 10, 12 minutes. That's what you're looking for out of him. Exactly. Fair enough. But if you, if you say you're looking for that area to nitpick, John, it is that center position. It's tough. Like the foul, the fouls undermine Horford, and they but they still survived tonight, it, but, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, but but there'll be nights where that's probably a bigger issue. Uh, there'll be nights where maybe Vonley doesn't have the best game. Griffin certainly wasn't at his best tonight. So I still think there's a shade of unreliability there at that position. Uh, they're still trying to figure some things out there. Clearly. And Luke could still return to that fold down the line. Who knows yeah, how this goes with Vaughn But you didn't here. get uh, – but, but, I mean, again, it wasn't like, look, all your problems look better when you shoot the way the Celtics shot today. But this wasn't the thing here. They right. didn't get they didn't get beat up on the glass. That's normally – usually games like this, when you get – when you, um, you know, when you shoot well and games stay close, it's usually because something like that happens where you lost a turnover battle or you got just murdered on the offensive glass. And that didn't happen tonight. They were able to keep them at bay even without Horford necessarily. And they're, Horford's not a beast of a rebounder either. Without Robin there, that's going to be Tatum a problem. Was, uh, and Tatum, Tatum was there all night. Up in that area. Tatum was there all night, and we did say it'd have to be a team effort. But you did that. Uh, with this, with these guys, with the foul trouble that you had and didn't get really destroyed here, that's really encouraging uh, that they were able to do that because it's again we talked about this before. Forget it, 
you're not, you can't play that way. It's not your, currently without Rob, it's just not in your DNA. So just play your style. I loved it out there when you've got Tatum, Brown, Brogdon, Smart. Oh, give me that all day. You know, those were great, great lineups. Just run that at people. That's a problem. Make them deal with you. Don't worry about throwing in guys just because they're tall enough to, to qualify for the center position. Just play your game. I, I loved what they did. Mix and match. And you know what, Joe? I saw him coaching them up, too. We talk about Brogdon's game. He hit a tough left-hander that, that he was going to his right, I think, against Embiid, or maybe Tucker inside goes back to his left. Embiid picked up that third foul, and they're down one, going into a timeout, and Joe just lit them up in the huddle. I'm interested really? to see what he was saying to them at that point. But they were trying to figure out some stuff. And, you know, you had some animated Wait, smart who lit into who? Joe lit into the team when they were down one at, at 58-57. Yeah, and B just picked up that foul. They, I, I believe it might have been after that Harden shot off the glass. So I don't know if they were talking about defensive rotations or whatever it was. But Joe came into the huddle and just let them have it. Uh, so you had that moment as well here tonight. You had Smart kind of coaching up guys on the sideline. And Horford, after that scuffle, brought the whole team together and kind of refocused everybody there. So definitely a very animated night from everybody too in terms of communication and all that. It was an intense. It was an intense game. I know it was opening night, but it, it, it like there was def- good crowd. Definitely, yeah. You guys tell me about the crowd. I'm sure it was great, but just from watching it on TV, the players were fired up on both sides. I mean, but the Celtics in general, you could tell this was a game that they didn't want to. They wanted to come out, play for each other, probably play for Missoula, and you know, show everybody that yeah, they had a couple of tough breaks, you know, a couple of tough weeks in the off season here, but. They are still a team that should be considered a, a top contender in the NBA. And again, it's one game, but um, I just loved what I saw out there from a team. What did, team what did we have on the bike watch tonight? Performance. The bike. The bike is gone. It's gone, huh? Mm-hmm. The bike yeah, is gone. In the distant past. <laughs> I might still wow. be there. I'll check on my way down. I am gonna go um, report uh, some some post game presses and such. Walk so. by and see if the bike is there too, and then I'll report tweet it back. out. Report back. Yeah. The bike was around, but Tatum was not on the bike. Noah yeah. Vonley was spending some time on the bike. Okay. Okay, that's all right. We'll see. Vonley. Vonley had 20 and minutes I think, And I, I believe Al, Al, yeah, Al spent some time on the bike, too, I believe. Yeah. Sure. Blake think- might need to do it. Blake might need to do Vonley. it, but not to stay loose. Gonna he, be a- he's got to get in shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Blake needs – it needs to be part of his, like, you know, in-game routine. Yeah. Um, he needs some age. You know, he needs some, yeah. you know, high intensity interval training, Peloton rides. I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and a, and a playbook. <laughs> the playbook. playbook. That would help too. Because that 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 confused with Marcus Smart. I can't remember. I mean that. I'm watching it in, you know, in the moment. I'm thinking like, what the hell is he doing? Marcus was probably thinking the same thing. Sure. But yeah. You gotta give him a break. I, give him a break. Give him a couple more. I'm games. just I'm 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 trying to shed the image of him in Brooklyn when Jason Tatum put him through like the rinse cycle over yeah. and over again. And then when he was done, it was like tag team wrestling where Jalen, you're in. Your turn. I mean it was you know well, I, mean, I hope Blake's better. I hope he's he better. He was pouring sweat out of like his eyeballs that last time we saw him in uh in uh <laughs> against Brooklyn after like 90 seconds no <laughs> 90 seconds of action 
and, and it was like he tried really hard and he made like a hustle player to and the announcers were like Blake, Blake's doing well tonight then they cut to him and it was like just just it, a waterfall yeah. and everyone it got like, to a point where you just kind of fell for him a little bit is he okay? like, you, yeah like, do they really need him that badly up here right on the court right now? He's like just like yeah. hoisting threes up that just had no business going anywhere near the rim. Um, oh my goodness gracious! But that's not going to be his role this year. That's not going to be his role this right. year. What, what, provided what everybody stays healthy. I want to ask Gerard about is Von Lay. Well, it's this is what we call a segue here. Okay. All right. So I I I got to use this opportunity. All right, all right, all right. I got to use this opportunity because we do want to tell you uh, about Athletic Greens, and this is a renewed sponsor and why is it a renewed sponsor guys because of you because of so you we, the people because of you guys because so of these great thank you, honestly well it's the people it's 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 really all about the people jimmy no, um we're people we're people it is people. we're people people <laughs> um so we do want to tell you about athletic greens but i gotta i gotta put up the little graphic here because that's super important to it uh athletic greens ag1 75 vitamins minerals all the good stuff it's gonna get you through your day you just wake up in the morning scoop that powder into your into your glass into your right into your canteen there yeah, right. Just right in your mouth. You don't even need. You don't even need to mix with anything. It just goes down. Just put it in your and, mouth. And man, you can't get a better start to your day. You're, you're gonna be hopping around. You're gonna be looking like the Boston Celtics out there tonight. You're gonna be running up and down the uh, the office if that's uh, where where you're heading yeah. there in the morning. Yes, Jimmy's right about all of these things. Uh, anyway, as we said about <laughs> Athletic Greens, um, we all take it here on the Garden Report. We started taking it because of all of the good health benefits that it brings, gut health, uh, more energy, optimized immune system. Uh, you don't want to take a zillion pills and supplements. Uh, just grab this, boom, one scoop, cup of water, and you're done. Uh, it's diet-friendly, uh, lifestyle-friendly. Doesn't matter what you're on right now. Uh, keto, you know, vegan, dairy-free, you can take it. Virtually no sugar, uh, no chemicals, yeah. no GMOs, nothing. Supports mental clarity, alertness. Supports better sleep quality and recovery. Um, it's got thousands of five-star reviews endorsed by professional athletes uh, and uh, celebrities. So, again, bloggers. right now. Yep. Professional bloggers, podcasters. Um, so, right now, time to reclaim your health. The sun just friggin' rose on me um time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition just one scoop in a cup of water every day that's it we're basically talking that's about it. the three bucks a day here it's really not a big deal uh considering you're probably spending a ton more on that if you are uh considering you can't get together. anything but three bucks right now you should be happy it's only three bucks a day you know nothing nothing you can't get Literally anything but three nothing. bucks right now a friggin latte is like seven dollars now um so uh. three bucks a yeah. day, a all salad you need. is like sixteen bucks. Ugh, I had a fourteen dollar burrito tonight. What are we doing here? Oh. Um, no need for a million different pills what and supplements we? to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one year supply, immune support, immune supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your purchase. Just go to that website you see right there athleticgreens.com slash garden that's the important part athleticgreens.com slash garden um and take ownership of your health if you do that we give you things this phenomenal t-shirt yeah. yeah yeah what do you want to say no, no i'll wait, I'll wait D until, uh, dm me a receipt and uh and uh and your shirt size and your address and your name and i will send you out a shirt what were you gonna say jimmy i was gonna say the bots are evolving they they are now 
showing up mid ad read, but I just want you to know I killed them while you were reading. So okay, because sometimes when you try to kill them, you put them on the screen. I didn't this time, Jimmy. You got to kill them, but you can't screw up this ad, or else we're gonna we're gonna really be in trouble. It's like it's like when you're when there's a lot of chat trying to get those bots is like a game of operation, you know, like you're trying to yeah. not hit the sides, like you gotta get it perfect and ah, extract time. that guy. Yeah. Then you gotta it. do it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm out of stuff. I'm out of stuff to say. I, I I'm so floored by this. There's nothing there's nothing not to like about it. I just want them to you just want to see them play again and like repeat right. it. You wanna see like can they do this again here? Um, cause it was so impressive See, and, you, you know, we did, we did our season preview and our bold predictions and lots of things. One of the general vibes that I think all of us agreed on was, um, the, the offense was going to be, uh, the linchpin of this team more so certainly in the early going than the defense. A lot of people predicted, I think Sherrod's predict, uh, 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 Sherrod's, uh, bold prediction was that they'd have the top rated offense, uh, in the NBA. Yeah. I don't think that's ridiculous. Um, no. I thought. Jimmy and I were talking about it on a different show thing that the offense is going to be uh, better than the defense overall this year, which is I amazing so. considering they had a historically good defense last year. And I guess could again, if Rob returns to full health, now that you've added uh, someone like Brogdon in there to also kind of work into that defensive mix, uh, you're really looking at your top eight players when Rob returns, able to play both sides of the ball extremely effectively. Uh, it's an incredibly formidable team again if you have uh, that return to health. There's a story about Rob Williams today that's a little bit murky. We'll get into that a tad. I don't know that it changes the timetable on him much, but I think some people made a big deal about it. But I think you really got to get used to this lineup and this team and this style of play uh, for a while uh, as we wait for Rob to return and then see what he looks like. But uh, just amazing offensive. Just, I mean, what, what, what stood out to you the most, Sherrod, in terms of differences outside of pace of play here? I mean... And how well, this it, offense, how this offense operated under Missoula versus Ime? Well, I, I think that this offense, they were just they, they played more aggressive. I, I thought offensively, and it, it wasn't as much um, dribble, 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 iso ball, get it to Jason, five seconds on the clock, go. Um, th there was there was more diversity to their offense. Like Grant Williams is on the floor; he's actually scoring threat. You know, Brogdon, he has the ball threat. Marcus Smart playmaking. It, it just seemed that they're they're making it much more complicated defensively. For they teams. kept coming, yeah. yeah. And, and and there wasn't there wasn't like that that typical lull because like, even though like in that stretch where they basically took everyone out except for Grant uh, and and Brogdon, uh, they were still getting to their spots. Guys just weren't making shots, and and that to me is the scary part because they have better shooters now. Uh, and as you pointed out, John, which I think is a really good point, everything this team does now because of the additions they've made is going to be easier. Marcus looks better out there. Uh, you know, Jason Tatum is getting – I couldn't believe how many open looks he got tonight. I mean, damn. He is, I mean, the dude dropped damn it 30 points a year ago, and you're, and you're forgetting that he's out there? How the hell do you do that? I don't know how you do that. But Philly found a way. Um so, yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for me is just offensively, they're, they're much more aggressive. They keep coming in waves, and there's just a different kind of edge about them offensively that I don't think was necessarily there last year. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, I, it's just – Max, my dog. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's it was different. It was different. I, so I tweeted this late. I, I can't believe um, 
this is the team we were watching try, struggling to crack 90 uh, a few months ago. It just It's just completely different, just a total metamorphosis. Uh you know, over that well, it was. It's I mean, unbelievable. let's let's be. I mean, Brown and Tatum played unbelievable tonight. Seventy points combined by the two. Are they going to average seventy points a game? No. So yes, they are. Yes, they are. Okay, fine. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> As of right now, they they. Oh, I guess we can't. They're both on Shabazz fantasy league squad, so they damn sure better average seventy points. You got you drafted them both. I got I got Tatum with the fourth overall pick, and then I got Jalen in the freaking fourth round. Come on. Are you kidding me? In a 10 player wow. league, Jalen in yeah. the fourth round? That's a steal. Huh. You must be drafting with some uh, fans or something. I guess you don't. With, you're is not Bobby in with, that league? Yeah. No. <laughs> Basketball fans. Bobby's taking Cornette in round two. We don't want to talk about Sherrod's. We'll just stick to his basketball team. We do not want to talk they about They suck. They suck. They're, they're absolute it. garbage. You said it. I didn't. It's The only team that might be as bad as yours is Bobby's, and we're not going to talk about his team either. Um, but anyways, and his team beat mine. So there you go. <laughs> I came really close to losing to Sherrod this week. <laughs> I know yeah, that should never happen. That should not happen, but it almost did. It almost <laughs> did. That was, that would have been, that would have been a tough, tough one. To swallow. I'd be surprised him because I think he was the only one out of our predictions that to win the NBA finals. I ha- I'll be honest. I, I, but we're, I, on- I had him. I did not and have one. Oh, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a little disappointed at the little letdown at the very end of the game because on the A-list podcast this week, I predicted the Celtics would win this game by double digits. Uh, and I was the only one that thought that they would win this thing going away. Keith Pompey mm. of the Philadelphia Inquirer, we had him on the podcast this week, and he thought it would be a fairly close game. Gary Washburn, my good buddy, he thought it was going to be a close game. Kwani thought it would be fairly close. I'm like, hell no. Uh, Boston should win this thing going away. Uh, they should win this by double digits. And they should have. They're the better. They're the significantly better team than the Sixers. They're deeper. You uh, think they're so? de- yeah, I think they're. I they're, don't know. I, I don't think they're significantly better. I mean, I know they played better tonight, but listen. I mean, have three really, really awesome players in Embiid, Maxi, and um, Maxi's a good I mean, player. I would not say he's awesome. He's a good player. But they, they do have some problems on the bench for sure. Um, and so what's interesting yeah. is like have, even though even though the Celtics are without Rob and obviously without Gallinari, they're still deeper for the year. They're still deeper because they have eight guys they can trust. And then the drop off is is really steep yeah. after that. Um, but that was kind of the upshot of when you did have Gallinari and Rob, you're like, geez, this is a 10 deep team. That Easily, would have been something yeah. really impressive. The Sixers really, and as Sherrod pointed out, you're starting P.J. Tucker, which, like, I just don't know how many more teams are going to start P.J. Tucker and expect, like, more than what you're getting here. I know he has value, and I know he's that kind of glue guy. It's just 33 minutes a game from P.J. Tucker, I think, is more than you want on a good team uh, as a starter. And then beyond that, you know, I mean, you've gotten Yang. A tieball played like ten seconds. Okay, yeah. I mean, he was, was kind of... he was in and out in that late in that late second possession for defense offense, and that's it. And you did not have anything after that. You know, you're playing Melton. Uh, you know, and House. That's it. I was just shocked. That's not. That's not good. I mean, outside a outside of Trez. 
um, who I think, you know, and again, just played 11 minutes, but, you know, can be a valuable contributor as a bench guy, I think, and belong in rotation. They're, they're not running really deep. And, that, and it definitely showed. I think the Celtics, I mean, Celtics what did you get? that deep either. Uh, the the uh, deep, Let's but that's honest. the thing is, Brogdon, it's, of course, but they're not running. I mean, deep. you've got. Come on, no, not 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 as, but again, you're Brogdon, You've got Brogdon and Grant. You feel you're trusting seven guys. Philly's only trusting four. You know, when you that, that that's what I mean. And when you get Rob in there, you've really got eight. Um, it, you know, and it would have been nine with Gallo. So I mean, you're trusting seven guys in your rotation, all of whom can play exactly the style you want to play on both ends of the floor. That's, I mean, and, and they play on a string together and, and, and Philly doesn't have that. You had a great game out of Harden. Embiid was fine. Uh, Harris played pretty well. Uh, Maxi and Sparks. I mean, they got 90, they got 90 out of those four guys, you know, or more. And uh, they got blown out. Yeah, I, if I'm Philly, if I'm oh. Philly, this this game's gonna. I mean, again, you can chuck it up to just one game. If I'm Philly, I, I, this game would worry me a little bit. Like, so they didn't have Rob, and all of these things are kind of swirling around the team, and they looked like they were a different class of team than we were tonight, and that they did. The Celtics looked like a clearly better team than Philly tonight. Yeah, I, and and again, I, I it didn't surprise me because I just don't believe in this Philly team. I, I just don't. I don't think they're deep enough. I don't think that they're. Their mid-level to uh, back of the pack talent is any good. Now the uh, front runners, absolutely. When you talk about Embiid, you talk about uh, you know Harden. They're great in that at, at the top of the mountain. But damn, beyond those two, three guys and Maxi, who's a good player, not a great player, he's a good player. They're not very good because you don't know what you're going to get out of out of out of Harris, uh, and you don't know what you're going to get about the, with the other four or five guys on your roster that you were going to play in your rotation. Um, they got, they got some things to work out. Now, and, they got, they got the, and they got the doc problem. And they have the doc problem. <laughs> yes. Philly, the Sixers Twitter was already trying to fire doc in the third quarter. Well, I mean, here's the thing. He comes to Philly and they've yet to get out of this uh, conference semis. So that's not what you bring. That's not what he was brought there to do. Uh, first round success doesn't mean a damn thing to the Sixers fan. They he's brought that, you know. Otherwise, you might as well kept Brett Brown. Yeah, I mean Doc. I think at this point, Doc, Doc is everyone kind of knows what Doc's going to give a team. Nick you know, Jelso super chatting have... it right there. Oh wow! Super Thank chat. You, Nick. Ten bucks. Thanks, Thank Nick. You, Nick. Anyone what, else? Where's that go? Huh? Right into your. Where's pocket. that go? Directly into your pocket. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I better see. It, I better see it going to my pocket. Hey, I'm not helping um, anyone else. They, they, they want to I mean, jump sure on I... that super chat. By all means, guys, thank you very much. If you want to do that, thanks to Nick for the tip. Um, Nick, sure Nick took in the game tonight. Oh, Nick went. He did. I heard he was here. I didn't see him, but I heard he was here with a press pass. Yeah, with a with a real press pass. Wow. <laughs> No, Jimmy, he like snuck through like the back door. I, and, uh, I know if he was going as a fan. I mean, Nick's a big fan too. I mean, he'd, he'd sit in the he'd sit in the bleachers if uh, maybe not the bleachers, but he'd sit in the loge, sit in the loge for a game. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, I forgot what the hell I was gonna say, but thank you, Nick. Sorry, my my bad, Jimmy. If you if you get it back, you've got the floor. It, it wasn't gonna be. It wasn't gonna be that good. It was gonna be about Doc. Homeschool. Actually, now that homeschool fund. Homeschool. There you go. Absolutely. I need a new backpack. 
You don't need a backpack to go to homeschool, Jimmy. <laughs> we like to recreate. We like to recreate so I can go out in the in the, Why you, in the Jimmy, real world. Jimmy walks out the door and right back <laughs> in the door. Front door. Ah, so glad to be back in school. <laughs> oh, you got something from Dirk. He's hey, got nothing to say. Dirk, if you do it, Dirk, wait. If you do it, we pin your comment and we talk about it. That's the deal. But he had nothing to say. Dirk always has a lot to say, though. So his his comments oh, are always going to make it up on the screen, uh, regardless. Uh, you know, that's true. Yeah, it's Dirk, a good way to get Dirk, your comments. It's a good way to get us to talk about whatever point you want to make. Oh yeah, you if super. If you just want to say John, if you just want to say John, you're wrong. All the time. About everything, we hate you and you're miserable. You could just super chat. Yeah. Uh, just super chat it, John. You're the worst. Hey. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. Play. What's his role going to be? 20 minutes tonight. You guys are just talking about the bench and the depth. This guy was has barely been in the league the last couple of years. He makes a roster. He plays 20 minutes tonight. It seems like there's a real opportunity for him here. Well, Whether it's in practice or preseason or tonight, that you know he could still offer you know 20 minutes worth of effective basketball on a night. Night, night out basis. I, I think for him, it's it's about making the most of his opportunities because he's never going to get the kind of minutes consistently here that he would he would want. Uh, he's it, I think John really characterized it perfectly. He's the in case of an emergency, and the emergency was Al was was having you know some issues out there, and they needed someone with some size. And no disrespect to Luke Cornett, but you're just not that dude. That's not your game, Noah. That is exactly his game. I mean, Noah. It, wasn't the yeah, I mean, in, in a few preseason games that I saw him play, I mean, Noah's strong as hell. He's really strong uh, and does not mind mixing it up down there. Uh, and, you know, Joe, and he's the perfect guy to throw out there against a guy like Joel. Because uh, Joel, as you all know, is, is, is very physical. And you got to fo- meet that force with force. And I, I thought Noah, for the most part, did a good job of, of doing what his job was. Which, remember, you got six fouls, dude. Use as many of they as you can. Yeah, because uh, I, I think of Luke using his six files, and I think of a bunch of and ones. Uh, I think of Noah using his files, and I think of, yeah, a couple free throws after you get your ass up after you got hit hard. Um, Joe, and I, so, I again, I, I think Noah, he's in a great situation. Uh, where he'll get a chance to, I think, up his value. But I don't see him being a 20-minute-per-guy with any kind of consistency because the minutes aren't going to be there. And even if they were there, I just don't think his game has that type of across-the-board appeal where he can help you for 20 minutes. He could tonight because of Joel. If there was no Joel and B, I don't think he plays much, if at all, tonight. Probably not. And you're right. Someone's going to play. But you might, you're, you're right, though. You might see, I don't think Luke, I think you just do smaller. You might see more Hauser minutes in there. You know, right. if you're not worried about a team that has size and physicality, um, then, you know, uh, again, you know, what do you have with Blake and Vonley? Big bodies, you know, thick guys, um, guys who can, can stand up to the to the pounding there. And that's kind of what you needed in this game. So I agree. I think Vonley is kind of, again, in that, you know, he and Blake might be in the 8, 10, you know, you know, 12-minute range. And then you'll kind of sprinkle in some minutes. There'll be games where Pritchard has some opportunities. Uh, there'll be games where Hauser plays more than three minutes. I, that's what I think would happen. Yeah. Some of the right. – but right now I think – yeah, I mean – It'll be matchup-based. It'll be matchup-based. You still got – you still went 39 small. and 39 out of Tatum and Brown, and this is a 
I'm not going to say a problem. It's a close game. It's opening night. You really want those guys around 35 minutes. So you have to start to learn to trust other lineups. And you probably do have to kind of, you know, learn to live with it not being great all the time. I mean, one of the reasons they were this awesome is they played those guys 39 each. Smart played 36 minutes. I mean, you know, and and, and Brogdon was huge off the bench. But you you definitely don't want to do that every single night, you know, out of the gate. um, Because, I mean, no, that – it's just burnout. I'll tell you what, though. You know? Hey, what these you know guard-heavy lineups and you know going small is going to be something that I think we're going to see a lot more of, and in the rest of the league, we're going to see it a lot more because of this no take fouls anymore, Sherrod. I mean, that I, I don't think you were on the show when I mentioned it out, out the top, but that seems like it's going to be a game changer in, in the league. I mean, just putting a little bit more emphasis on defense on both sides. You know, you get that you get that defensive stop, and then you go out in transition. Now. Whoever turned it over or whoever's getting back with you, they have to actually play actual defense now. And if you've got three guys running the court, Tatum, Brown, and Brogdon are smart, or, you know, player number four who's in there, a forward or a guard, I mean, the odds of you scoring on that basket is going to be a lot higher than if you had two big men, you know, running down the court on the other, you know, at the back of the play. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, a, 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 I wouldn't say a game changer, but definitely a game tweak that it's going to take guys some time to get used to. And I think we saw it in this game. You know, Jalen, you know, he, he did what he's used to doing, and he just gave the guy a little nudge and, and got hit with that call. But if you saw later in the game, Philadelphia had opportunities to do that, and they didn't. Uh, they held back. And I think it's, it's just going to take players some time to get used to the idea that if a guy gets ahead of you, you can't just follow him to stop play. It's just you, you, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. How many times that Right. I mean, that's what he would used to do, you know, turn the ball over. And now, now he's about, I'm not going to say liability, but certainly on the defensive end, um, that's going to allow for transition buckets. And you look at the, the stats, 24 fast break points for the Celtics. That's, that's the biggest mm-hmm. stat discrepancy that I can that I can see tonight, um, you know, yeah. from the two sides. And I'm sure Doc Rivers is going to say that that exact thing that, you know, we didn't make the most of our turnovers to get out in transition. We weren't aggressive enough and the Celtics were, I don't know what he said, but I imagine those things will come up. Mm. We got another super chat. What's going on? Best ways to watch games out of market. Probably Bet- league right. pass. Is that correct? He's in Hawaii. Yeah. Honest question. Yeah. League pass is probably Sorry, your best bet. Got to be your best bet. I- pass is the best legal way. I got one of those out. buddies who's got a link to everything, you know, just uh, totally. DM me. I'll send it to you. Literally every single fight. He's like, watch this. Cl- I gotta- click it really light and then click it yeah. again and it'll work, you know? <laughs> yeah. Blast through four pop-ups, hit back button. Go yeah, forward but you got to tap it really light or else it'll trigger like 85 <laughs> pop-ups and you have to do it on an iPad, you know? I'm like, all right, I love it. Yeah, guy, um, friend, you need it. You need one. I have one Bruins, actually. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, league pass is definitely the best, but we're here all the time. Uh, you know, recapping it uh, after uh, the game, so you can, you can. It's almost as good as watching the game, right? I would say. I would say it's it's up there. I would say Absolutely. so. Not tonight. Yeah. Not tonight. Um, Dirk yeah. just um, shared with me a video. After losses, it's better. 
Uh, Dirk just DM'd me a video. Um, nice little uh, uh, moment for uh, Missoula, who got a round of applause in the locker room after the game, uh, coming in on his first career win there. Um, Celtics posted that. You guys might want to check it out. I'm not putting it up here because I don't want to deal with any copyright issues. But a uh, good moment for Joe uh, there. Guy seemed cool, man. I don't know what to say. He seemed seemed pretty he seemed pretty cool all game. Yeah, I mean, and this was this was a great game for him. Um, one, he put his imprint on the game, calling that you know challenge or the early challenge, and just the way that the pace was clearly a faster pace um, than what we've seen under Emay. And, and that's part, that to me. That's one of the big questions that this season. They're, if they're going to have success, we're going to have to get answers to the one question pretty quickly. And what's the identity of this team under Joe? What is going to be their calling card? How are they going to carry themselves? We know that from the past they've got a lot of guys back from a team that was an elite defensive team. But clearly they can get buckets. they got guys who can go out there and get buckets. How much of a shift is there going to be in terms of what they've been in the past versus what they're going to be going forward? Uh, and, and Joe, I, I give him credit. Joe, I thought did a good job. I didn't think that he made any type of real clear, undeniable tactical screw ups that had you thinking like, oh, God, this guy, what the hell is he doing? He didn't have those moments. So good for him. Yeah. I'm going to throw up another super chat comment here. Why not? Because this is actually something we talked about a little bit uh, on our preview show. Uh, really mixed uh, results. This one's from Remy. Remy, thanks a lot, buddy. And thanks for watching. Um, on paper, how do we match up with Brooklyn currently with no Rob? And we talked about this in our season preview show. Um, I don't think the Rob factor, you know, the Rob thing factors in as much against Brooklyn uh, because they just don't really have any uh, physically imposing bigs, though he is such a game changer just because he makes life harder for everybody. So Rob is a problem no matter which team it's against, but I don't think specifically Brooklyn. But as far as Brooklyn goes, um, I feel like you guys are both out on them, right? Like not taking them seriously. Because the over-under, yeah. the v- Vegas has them in the 50-something win range and like in that 2-3 seed conversation. A lot of experts were picking them you know, kind of in that one through four seat. So everyone's buying back in on Brooklyn. I, I don't think I'm there. Stephen no, A. Smith, I think, I think Stephen A. Smith predicted they're going to win the whole thing. I'm almost 100% sure I heard him say that. I had to do a double take, but I, I did hear him say that. He, he predicted the Nets are going are going to be NBA Finals, uh, going to the NBA Finals and going to win. Uh, I'm not there, but I think I said yesterday, John, like there's a part of me I'm very, very interested to see how the Nets do with, you know, Simmons back in the mix here. I don't think they're going to just be a mediocre team. I just feel like it's going to either go really well or really bad. I don't think they're just going to, I don't think Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to play 75 games and end up, you know, floating around 500. But they might just not be that good. They, but they yeah. are. Those players are good. They are. The players are good. Superstar league. You need like three guys and they have three yeah. guys. But you, but even with those three guys, you still have to have a supporting cast that has some type of key chemistry. And that's the problem with Brooklyn. I'm not sure that their supporting cast is strong enough to supplement or augment, I should say, their core group. And, you know, look, at, I mean, Philadelphia, that, that's Philly's problem. They've got a great player in Joel. They've got a great player in James Harden. And they have a couple of pretty solid players. But as a whole, outside of their big two, they don't really have – you don't get the sense that that team is built to win a championship. Let me see. Let me see. Let me and see. Celtics okay. are. 
Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, I, I understand where you're coming from there. But I tend to agree. let's not act like the Nets have nobody either. I mean, they've got Seth Curry, Joe Harris, Patty Mills. I mean, these are going want Markeith Morris, a good old friend. Um, DJ Warren. Those those are just names of people at this point, oh. though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're... Yeah, are they at the peak of their NBA careers and as they contribute? I agree with would, Ke- would any, I agree with Kess here. Would any of those names be a name that we'd be happy to see on a selection roster? I would say, yeah, probably. I agree. Here is what? I think that is a difference maker. Is um, the Celtics have the same? St- it's not. You're not looking at these teams and being like, I wish I had their star power. Celtics have their star power, um, but they also play a more complete game, um, right. and that's a difference. And you know. It was evident, you know, last year. And the Brooklyn series was far from a cakewalk, even though it was 4 nothing. They had to sweat out those first couple. But, I mean, they're just a more complete team. Um, and uh, and it showed. And I just don't know that Simmons makes enough of a uh, enough of a difference uh, there. We'll bring in George, another uh, one of our pals from Australia. What's going on since George. day one of postgame? Just with a compliment. I like that. Um, George has That's been fair. here since day one. And for those of you new to the show – uh, day one is basically back in the bubble uh, when everybody was trapped in their houses and we had nothing to do when they were playing games in front of zero fans. And we said, screw it. Let's just do post game shows after every single game because we're all stuck at home. Yeah. And like, we, I feel like everybody needs it. Well, we felt like everybody needed it. We had nothing. Else and to it do. just kind of grew and grew into this. <laughs> and here we are garden report family back for another season. So yes, George, good to have you. Good to have everybody else here. Season um, four. Take, is it? No way. Last season for like three yeah, years, wow. right? Oh, well, the last. Is this the, the f- last three? Well, because we started it like at the end of that season, you know? Well, when did the pandemic start? 2000, what? What year are we in even right 19? now? 20. So we started it in 20, started right? Started in 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but but they had, they like did like two. We did the, I'm, I'm including the end of the first season. Because it was like the playoffs, practically almost when games, and it was the playoffs. So that, then there was a second season. Then there was last season, and now there's this season. <laughs> what? No, I, I think you're right. Bots are going crazy. <laughs> I am are right. Going bananas. Bots are going I just, bananas. I just blocked uh, one. That, so did I. Nice that defense, one. Jimmy. Jimmy, we play defense. Oh, I think we got the same one. We got him. Yeah, we, we play defense. Bots have been here, I would say, since last season, really. They came late to the party, but relentless, man, they found relentless. Us. All right. Uh, we gotta tell you uh briefly before we uh shut down here, we and you know, we'll we'll try to welcome Bobby back, but sometimes he gets I mean, you know, he's looking for Luke right now. Um, and we might not get him back. <laughs> It is what it is. So we got to tell you about our, uh, one of our other great sponsors again, uh, Calm. Uh, this is a Jimmy special, so I'm going to let Jimmy take this one. Oh, Calm. Yeah, I mean, calm.com slash garden, everybody. Uh, you'll receive 40% off a Calm premium subscription. If you don't know what Calm is, then you are missing out on a whole nother world of just relaxation, calmness, uh, meditation, just – you know, we talked about our sponsor earlier. That's more of a physical health. This is more of a mental health. This is going to get you to fall asleep at night after a wild Celtics game. This is going to get you from the high that you're at that you can't sleep. Whether it's you're going to be fired up after a game, we do the show. We have to come down somehow. So we toss on the app. 
got music, you've got meditation, and you've got just sounds. I just toss on the rain, crickets. You walk into my apartment, you think that uh, I don't have a roof. Uh, I just put it on the surround sound, toss sleep, good to go the next morning, toss, you know, and, and that's it. Com.com slash garden. We give you guys a great deal, 40% off. off. Who knows how long will be alive for it still is and anybody who has taken advantage of it i guarantee you it's feeling a little bit better uh their mental is is a little bit better than it was before we we all do it and i don't think there's actually a person who um uh has started doing it that doesn't dig it um so everyone's like oh is it worth it it actually is worth it it's it trust me um Check it out. It's a really good deal. The 40% off is terrific. Jimmy's always going to do with the crickets. That's good stuff. This is, this is it sounds like in my apartment. Surround sound. You walk in, you're like, what's going on here? It's just me. Deep breath in. Yeah, that's what he does. Deep breath out. That's what he does. Um, guys, uh, and again, we'll, we'll wait it out. If Bobby gets back, that's great. If not, we'll wrap it. But uh, any final thoughts here? And again, I, I'm just, I'm so struck by just how impressive um, this win was uh, on on both sides. I, I mean, we we touched on Tatum a little bit, but like, I again, it's not just a game that he shot well. This just felt like almost like an evolution, and it's and that's saying a lot for a person who was first team All NBA last year. It just seemed easier. Like it came more. It just everything was just it just flowed. It was natural. Like it's like there were so many stretches last year where it felt like he was pressing. Um, and again, might've just been the burden of expectations or just simply not having the supporting cast, but everything felt harder for him. You know, you'd look up and he'd be like, I guess the stat line looks okay, but he was just either through the turnovers or through, you know, missing smoke and some bunnies or missing open threes. Just, it just wasn't, all clicking all the time. Now, of course, there were stretches, and again, he put together a great enough season to finish first, first team All NBA and six in the MVP voting. So it was a great season, and it looked that much better uh, this year. And again, just one game, he just looked amazing tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I thought you were talking to Sherrod, but I, I agree with you completely. I mean, you got we people get on us when we criticize these guys, but we criticize them when they, in our opinions, deserve to be criticized. At the same time, we praise them when they deserve to be praised. That goes for Jalen Brown, too. People say, hey, I'll stop with the Jalen Brown slander. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown tonight set the tone. And for the Celtics to go anywhere, doesn't matter how good their role players are, doesn't matter what the situation is with their center, with Tatum and Brown. And, John, you talked about it. I mean, Tatum, it wasn't just the 35 points. It was the aggressiveness grabbing boards, knowing that – they need help from the, you know, from the forwards. They need help from pretty much every position if they want to be aggressive on the glass because they don't have that dominant, you know, rebounding physical center right now. Um, four assists. Whoa, what was that? Is that a shotgun? Somebody just die over there, Sherrod? No, no, they're they're moving oh. stuff around. Bruins game Gang on Thursday. Bruins game on Thursday. And they're hitting the road, Miami and Orlando. Bruins game on Thursday. Yep. Bruins had a tough one tonight. That was that was, that was crazy. They, they were what down three, then tied up at three, then down six three, and come, I, yeah. What I think I think it was a seven five final. A lot yeah. of offense. A lot of offense. Yeah, it was. That's that is yeah. how it happened. But, That's crazy. Um, luckily, we had the Celtics. Tonight, but we'll take that out. Um, anyways, yeah. Yeah. 
Great start. Great start setting the tone. I think um, that momentum to start the year. You know, you didn't want to come out flat on opening night, and then you have to deal with all the questions right. after the game. No, you know, because of you know just the Rob glaring weakness was there, or you know it's a coaching issue. Are they overmatched? It, you're not going to get those questions because we we see what they're capable of when they play, and they, and what's more important, they see. It took them how many months to see it, Sherrod? Three months last year before they started to play this way? It was crazy because, I mean. And now they're playing this way in game one. And, and you see it to believe it. A guy like Brogdon, I think, helps a lot too, kind of, kind of, you know, getting them in that in that mindset. Yeah. yeah, And, and, and again, it's, it's good to see them hit the ground running, to play close to their best. Uh, th- th- and there's still – there's lots of levels they can get to beyond this game. This was a good game, but they can be better than this, and they know that. Um, but they're trying to figure out their roles, trying to figure out the identity, and trying to really figure out how can they take this moment and build on this going forward. And I, I think when you see them play Miami, who I think is a better team than Philly, to be honest, because Miami – there's some guys on that Miami team that can cause you problems. And as long as Eric Spolstra is a head coach, I'm going to be afraid of his teams because he's that good. Yeah. So um, I'm looking for that's a, to me that's a that's a nice natural progression with your team to see whether you've grown from game one to two because Miami's going to challenge you in a much, very different way, but you will be challenged. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about, um, and again, Miami's coming off this weekend, then Orlando, Friday, Saturday, Sherrod will be there, Bobby will be there, uh, we'll be checking it out. This kind of weird, uh, you know, kind of hazy uh, uh, Rob report, it wasn't really a report as much as Shams was on a show and just started rambling, but one of the things he said is, hopes to be back in the second half of the season. I think that kind of threw everybody in a tizzy. I really think the crux of the report was about a PRP injection uh, and saying that like he could be back even as early as December, but they'll be cautious and yada, yada, yada. And then he ended it by saying hopes to be, you know, and then he hopes to be back for the second half and everyone grabbed onto that headline. And I think went bananas. I don't think that's actually the story. I feel like the narrative around Rob was his timeline got pushed back. I don't think that's what was being reported today. I think it was just, a detail in the course of his treatment. Um, that being said, I don't think we're seeing Rob until 2023. And I think most of us yeah. are like, okay with that. Right. I mean, that's kind of what you think is happening here. Yeah. I'm not okay, but I accept it. I'm not I mean, okay with it, but I mean, we've reconciled it. We've come to grips with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you get him back before the all-star break, you're doing good. You should feel good. If you get him back before the break, um, I, I, I would much rather he take his sweet time and make sure that he's good to go so that when the playoffs roll around, you'll have him available, even if he's got to shake off some rust. A rusty Rob is better than a lot of guys who are at peak condition physically. So it may take him a minute or two to kind of work his way back into shape, but I, I'm, I'm with the Celtics on this one. I think that they're taking the right course of making sure that they go to every, you know, as far as they can go and not bringing him back too soon. Um, so... Well, I don't think they'll do that. I don't think that's – I mean, I know Rob did come back, you know, pretty quickly um, at the end of last season. But I think historically he's been on this probably like slower end of, of recovery. So I think that they're, they're not going to make that mistake and they're going to definitely give him the time he needs. And, again, if the Celtics can even play similar to how they played, tonight, that's going to give them even more reason to not rush him back because, you know, at that right. point you're in a solid position – 
in the Eastern Conference. And he, like you said, Sherrod, you want to get him back. And, and again, once he gets back, you got to work your way into the to game shape again, exactly. right? You're not just going to go back and play 25 minutes a game. We're talking 12 right. minutes a game for a couple of weeks, you know, slowly ramp back up. I hope that he can come back in enough time where he can ramp up to be effective in the playoffs. That would be yeah. the best case. That yeah. would be the goal. We got another super chat. We did? We just did. Where? That's Marcus Tan. All right, let's bring it up. What's an SGD? Huh? What's 5SGD mean? Um, I don't know. Is that some kind so, of uh Is that a currency? Yeah, some sort of dollar. People a, are going to start to get creative. They're going to like exchange it to pesos and they're going to give us like a thousand. We're not going to realize it thinking it's a lot of money and it's actually not. Yeah, I think it's Singapore. I'm going to have to look up. Yeah. We have fans right. in well, Singapore. Either way, I'm joking. I, I'm joking. I don't really care. I, I don't, think I don't it's Singapore. We're deep enough now uh, to run teams to the ground. So I agree with this, Marcus, um, uh, to, to an extent. Um, but the margin for error is really small. I mean, you know, right now, uh, an injury to any of the core seven Singapore dollar puts you way back. Um, and that is a problem. Uh, imagine an injury to Al Horford right now. Uh, you know, you're probably uh, going Golden you, State style. Why, you, why do I want to imagine that right now? I don't want to imagine what I'm saying is when everything is perfect. Yeah. You can hold the line a little bit here, but again, the problem with the Celtics is that the drop off after their rotation, you know, when they're fully healthy and they have their, their top eight, the drop is significant. Again, they're trying to talk us into Hauser minutes. I, I I'm sure Hauser can come in there and, and shoot a little bit. They're not going to be as afraid to play him this year as they were last year. I don't think you're counting on Sam Hauser as a 20 minute per game sort of guy coming off the bench. No. I just don't think it's a thing. Um, so it get, I don't think you're counting on Blake or Vonley as 20 minute guys, but that's what you'll be forced to do with any injuries. It gets thin fast. So yes. Can they hold the line? Absolutely. Do you want to? Absolutely not. And yes, CLNS is global. Are you kidding? We're like Australia, Singapore. We're everywhere right now. Philippines. Nice. China. Yeah. I think. Japan. Um, by the way, nice. I stay corrected. I stay corrected. I guess this would be fine. So I'll take, we'll take, we'll take a thousand pesos. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna need we're gonna need a currency calculator. We too. need an exchange we'll, we'll rate on the that. show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll need that. Um, so we are going to wrap it, but we do appreciate you guys hanging with us. Uh, you know, Sherrod's there. He's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's got to, he's got to put this one to bed at some point. Um, Bobby's going to have some stuff coming up on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can check it out uh, with some game wraps. Of course, all of the post game sound is there as always. For those of you who have subscribed to the channel already great those of you who haven't you should um you'll be notified every time we go live if you hit the notifications button um and you'll also be uh uh available uh you know you'll see all of our other uh celtics podcast content uh on there including the a-list podcast with sherrod uh he did one with uh his guy keith pompey uh in philly uh 
nice. previewing this uh, this matchup and kind of the Eastern Conference and what was going on there. Still a lot of relevant information in there, uh, as well as Celtics beat and Garden Report there, uh, A-List oh, podcast, Cedric Maxwell podcast, uh, yeah, Winning Plays podcast with Brian Robb, a lot of good stuff. Goodman oh, yeah. and Ryan and Tangway. Uh, given their uh, scorching basketball takes. It's all there for you, so subscribe to our channel. One more time, quick shout-out to our pals at Athletic Greens. Go to athleticgreens.com slash garden. Free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first purchase, and, of course, number one health and wellness app, Calm. Go to calm.com slash garden. 40% off a Calm premium subscription. You get either of these things, boom, phenomenal T-shirt. Just email me your receipt from your purchase um, and we will send you a phenomenal T-shirt uh, right away. Jimmy, you had one closing um, thought? Yeah, we got one more Super Chat. And I, are we millionaires after this? This looks like a lot of money. We did it! This looks like a lot of money. We, the job is over. I don't know the. I don't know what the IDR is. I, maybe I should, but again, homeschool kicking in here. I'm going to have to look this up and see if we just hit the <laughs> jackpot or if... We're never working again. I don't know. If if we just hit the jackpot, I might not be on the next couple of shows. I'm gonna be uh, gonna be spending here. A little yeah. Bit, but I didn't realize that we were gonna. I'm gonna have an exchange rate like sheet right in front of me now. From now on, I'm gonna need it's, that. It's not a lot. It's Indonesian. No, it's yeah. No, it's it's not. But it's we like, appreciate we 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 take well, everything. Well, it doesn't it doesn't matter how much it is, guys. It doesn't matter. It's how the much thought it that counts, it's, right? It's absolutely the thought that counts. We love it. We love all of you guys. Honestly, thank you. I hate, don't want to seem like a beggar here. We really do appreciate it. Uh, it helps keep things afloat, helps us bring this content to you. So thank you for the super chats. Thanks for endorsing our sponsors. But thanks for watching us more than anything. We enjoy these shows. We like having you guys back. We like you guys in the chat. Uh, good community here. Uh, we want to keep it going. Game one of 82. We'll have a million more. So thanks to everybody who hung out tonight. We'll, we'll see you guys. Points.